I'm curious what good theology means to you and um, and and why is bad theology so powerful? Ooh, wow. So good theology is good God talk, right? Our lives, I, I think, are are saturated with appeals from from false gods, appeals from appeals for us to put our our trust in things that are not trustworthy. And and then good theology is about this navigating the all the claims to our hearts. Good theology is it's the practice of of getting from noticing where it hurts, walking with Jesus till you can <laughs> till you can see that God is at work. Do you ever feel lost? Say, oh, but you make the path by walking. Vete conmigo, amigo, hablar y caminar, porque el camino se hace al andar. Vete conmigo, amigo, hablar y caminar, porque el camino se hace al andar. Hey, Jim. Hey, Brother Marcos. Brother Jim. Uh, what what are we about to do? We're about to have some good God talk. Wepa, alanda. So I'm Marcos, a.k.a. Marcos de Jesus de la Guagua. That's my artist name. And I'm here to talk about my album, Early Etudes, Volume 9, Good God Talk with my dear friend James Noguera. Uh, what are what are some of the things that you do, Jim? What are some of the things that I do? Well, I write. Uh, that's what I got my degree in uh, in creative writing, uh, as well as uh, literature and in English. And um, I like to write um, uh, both speculative fiction, which includes fantasy and science fiction, as well as literary, which is like non-genre fiction, poetry, and uh, and I've recently been exploring some exp uh, making short films. Uh, and I'm an educator, so um, I teach at Bronx Community College. Um, that's a little bit about me. Weba. I like I like that way of framing literary fiction, non-genre. Mm. That maybe I'm a non-genre rapper. Mm. Yeah, although, you know, um, you um, yeah. <laughs> have a certain God bent. Yeah, yeah. No, that fell apart as soon as I said it out loud. But anyhow, um, or I, I guess I guess what I know really what I could say. So here's some bars I wrote yesterday in my notebook. Um, maybe I could say I'm a literary rapper because no, it's not rap. Why'd you think that? It's annotated bibliography of disparate sources from my dudes on WhatsApp to the great courses from reading romance 
to modern divorces, from Reddit incels to neo-Victorian returning to corsets, or maybe it is rap returning to origins, KRS-One. So how about we join forces? Mm-hmm. We are joining forces. <laughs> um, what's cool about that is um, it, it kind of reinforces the, something I've been thinking about and what you alluded to, right? The, the idea of non-genre fiction, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, it, which I think inevitably draws from from uh, disparate sources, right? Like that's yeah, what yeah, that's yeah. kind of just what it means to be a person. So it's like, Weba. is there such a thing as like non non genre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. That's a whole. That could be a topic. So today, why uh, tell the people why you chose the three songs that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. from the album, please. Yeah, thank you so much for um, giving me the courtesy of, of choosing which songs to listen to. Um, I chose uh, the first song, uh, "Good," sorry, "God at Work." Uh, I chose number four, uh, track four, "Walk with Jesus," and track five, uh, "Good Theology." They come across as the most profound. Um, did the most moving uh i find mm. myself mm. thinking about the content of these songs uh more um and uh and i also think that they're they're very good musically beyond the lyrics beyond the meaning i, I think they're they're catchy um yeah so i think they're they're a good mix of of things that, that people can get out of these these songs i think the audience will really enjoy these All right, so the first song is God at Work, and we're going to listen to um, the first verse and the second verse and a little bit of what on the recording I call a coda. Um, That's a term that I think comes from Euroclassical music. Uh, It's... I'm definitely using this call and response section at the end of the song in a in a gospel style. Uh, so it's uh, an invitation uh, for the spirit to go to work on the on the the hearts of the congregation, you know, the com- performers and the and the community, and uh, get up, get happy, and dance. <laughs> in in this case. All right. So but before that, this guy, this really earnest guy. Uh oh, actually in the beginning, my teacher, Horace Beasley, director of music at Trinity Lutheran Church of Manhattan, where I'm an artist in residence, gives me some feedback and then uh then the song starts. See I think you you know what for me, your best work is when you pay. Mm. This kind of muralized spoken word thing, mm-hmm. and you kind of describe the situation, the kind of existential situation of our lives. What if God was at work? What if God was? 
sanctions this the UN should consider sanctions in my body and blood he says not an idea a shocking action in body and blood in hate and love she condescended upon us in church jargon that means bless sanctus domine dead language or living word father son holy spirit god is two men and a bird do you want to give the bird to God? Other places they ain't heard of God? How about we say the universe and avoid that controversial word God, but why would an unthinking universe care about your career? How would an insensate universe have an ear to hear if the universe is our new God? Is he married to Miss Universe? The Bible's God is dialectically omnipresent and right here. Have we ever had a real encounter with the maker of us all? If God's voice sounds like my voice, who has the authority to Distinguish. How did God fit in a Jewish carpenter about five feet tall? What if God was at work? What if God was at work so that all the powers of the universe and all the powers of the universe were conspiring in your favor? Inspiring in our favor. Rikers Island intake, daily heartbreak. Is this the best we can make? Sirens will sound. Men must be bound. If you can't swim, you best not love the lady of the lake. Fame is a goddess, makes men do the oddest. And women spend their salaries trying to win that lottery. The bachelor got me on TV. Damn, now I'm a bride to be. Reality TV folk without real problems. And cops need crimes to generate fines to pay themselves to solve them. But it's astonishingly unlikely that we even exist. What a piece of work is the human hand, and why stop with the wrist? Electrons do our work for us the pattern of the universe and minds to comprehend it at least that is fortuitous and maybe we were made for good and maybe God ain't through with us would it make me mad mm, if the master of the universe said call me dad would I say take this joy away and give me back my sad what if God was at work what if God was at work so that all the powers of the universe said all the powers of the universe were conspiring. 
was still at work to find me. I forget that I am loved, but God was dying to remind me. And who me? me answers? God was dying, dying to remind me. me. If God is in our favor, conspiring in our favor, yes, well, yes. So I haven't read this out yet, but the coda is, and I believe God is at I believe God is at work. God is working. You better work. My God, you better work. He got to let her work. Oh, let her work. God is What's, what's your experience uh, been this time or, or other times listening to God at work? Yeah. Um, where do I start? I, it fills me with a lot of different ideas. Um, makes me think about a lot of different things. But one thing that is salient that sticks out is... Um, is is that powerful uh, chorus um you know i think it's strong and and uh and 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 if you were watching me uh listen to this um it'd be a little embarrassing because um <laughs> yeah i i would look like one of those um I mean, like like a like a person at church who's really into it i guess <laughs> um but uh so I get the sense that the song is about God, <laughs> God at work, um, and uh, <laughs> very like uh, I, I figured that one out. I I, I, I was able yeah. to figure that out. You you may have seen similar thesis uh, a similar thesis uh, in the beginning of of student essays at times, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Tale of Two Cities is about two cities. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, I say that in, in, in part to, to joke around. Sure. But, um, but uh, yeah, right, about how um, God works in our lives and um, how that – um is uh, and please correct me if i'm wrong how Go that ahead. is uplifting and 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 gives meaning to 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 your life um and how uh difficult it is to find that mm-hmm. if uh you if 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 you don't believe that that god is is at work um mm-hmm. and so what i find interesting in this particular um, song is um, it seems like there's this uh, uh, battle mm-hmm. um, 
that you're highlighting between, uh, I guess, uh, faith, right? A particular theist perspective, right? That God is at work in the lives of people because he cares. I sense a contrast between the power of having uh, faith in one's life and believing that God actually cares and and that that in that way our lives have have uh, meaning to mm. um, in contrast with um, like scientism with which is a phrase that is used um, to express like an over uh, dependence um, on uh, scientific um, scientific reasoning, uh, like an over-reliance, um, not understanding the ways in which uh, science can't answer questions mm -hmm. of, um, of faith um, or, or not understanding the limitations of science, um, where science applies, where it doesn't. That, that I found really interesting because, um, because it kind of, um, in some sense, in, in, a, in a small sense, uh, it kind of uh, resembles you and me, um, in that you are you are more faith based, um, and I, um, I I I'm more of a, for lack of a better term, a science guy, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, can you talk about that? Like in like what were you trying to say in, in those sections? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Uh, so thank you for uh, listening in the uh, in the in the congregation in a in a really attentive mm. attentive um, way and and yeah, like um, like in in the scriptural tradition, it's um, right. I say. Um, dead language or living word and that's uh this is intended to be living word the contrast and that's an example of the contrast that you you talk about right so um yeah i think you observe pretty well what's uh the, i i like this term um the activity of of the work um and and the activity of the work, if it's living word, you know, kind of goes on in the dialogue about it and goes on in your reflection, you know, on on the work after you listen to it. It's definitely um, and then so that's affirming and saying thank you in general for uh, how you listened to the work. Now, um, in terms of your reading of it, it's not just a contrast. It's it's a it is a struggle. It is a it is a dialectic. It is a uh, a drama, right? Um, and but it, sure, it's a drama that I well, the narr narrator begins in a way that is accessible for me to get to the hope the the faith that i've found most animating and 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 soulfully true for me you know starts with a question right um 
what if God was at work so that all the powers of the universe were conspiring in your favor? I, I tell my students, for example, not to start with a claim mm. um, when they're writing their research papers, for example, mm. because the goal the goal is to find out, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, to, mm -hmm. it's to research, it's to learn. And if you start with a claim, um, then you're more likely to cherry pick information that backs up your bias and uh, and conclude and 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 so you won't think critically about things that or you'll you'll be tempted not to think critically about um, things that contradict um, what you what you believe. Yeah, webba. Yeah, that's that's a healthy way to describe it. <laughs> um, and and thank you. So I can I can like just look at that as a positive, as a fundamentally positive practice. So mm -hmm. it's a question. It's very much a and it it's a framed question, right? Um, but for for me, if I start with the claim, I tend to just want to knock it down. My brain volunteers the the negative, you know, the the other side. But also, as you say, yeah, start with a question. You can be on the journey. And for me also, that's, I guess, what is permanent, the question, the journey, you know, in this, in the activity of the song, I get to uh, faith. I get to a, a get happy place of, of, of worship, of celebrating, seeing one's place in the universe and having a sense that it's relational with the divine and that it's, it is good. Um, so wepa, get up and dance about it. Um, but that, that's an experience that I have. I'm not always there. You know, what's my, my more steady state <laughs> is, uh, sort of the whole journey through this song, you know, um, through the questions. Horace's opening opening comment, um, you know, contextualizes what the activity of of these lyrics and this music um, within sort of in terms of what it's for, right? You know, he says something like, I think your best work is when you paint this sort of muralized commentary on the existential reality of our lives, mm -hmm. right? Something like that. He's describing in many ways what I've learned is the gig to, to Israel, to be one who wrestles with God, to be uh, a, a person proclaiming truth, to be a person proclaiming good news um, within some pretty specific um, practices and, and values um, in the kind of evangelical Lutheran, evangelical Lutheran Church in America tradition that I've that I've been raised in and that I access the cosmos through, you know, uh, short is uh, for evangelical Lutheran Church in America is the ELCA. Um, if you come to an ELCA pastor's sermon, you you probably um, you'll have lots of questions. You might you might experience more questions than than answers. You know, in in the actual sermon. Um, and in this piece, 
and I think that resonates with scripture, but it's not like the, I forgot the number. It's something like there's several thousand questions in the Bible, you know, um, 4,000, something like that. Um, but people's notion of what, of what religion is, uh, of what, of what faith is, you know, is more about the, the answer and, and the, the fixed answer. than it is about the questions. Um, but I, I, I guess in a sense, the project of the Reformation, Luther, um, would talk about the two kingdoms. I'm, I'm not going to try to describe it more, but, but the reign of God, the kingdom that Jesus talks about and, um, you know, the reign of the princes and kings and emperor and bishop and stuff, you know, of the world that, that he, that he lived in, you know? Um, that he could that he could actually see, and I think Luther set the task of the the faith witness to to the discipline of being credibly present um, in that second kingdom. So that if you're going to credibly make a testimony about the the kingdom of heaven. You have it has to grow out of the soil, you know, of of the measurable, recognizable and emotional reality that people find themselves in, you know. Mm. Right. And so in this song, I go, I pretty much I mean, some of my questions are kind of snarky. (laughs) Right. And they're critical. Um you can probably tell a, a a point of view from the narrator in a lot of the questions, right? But the mm-hmm. first time, I think the first time in the whole song in in this draft where um, there's a strong the narrator makes a strong claim for for faith um, is like more than three minutes into a uh, seven minute song, right? And 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 actually, since the last two minutes is just sort of the celebration, you know, if the it's really the first four minutes or something like that, five minutes are the interrogation <laughs> sort of. Right. But um, it's really only from um, but it's astonishingly unlikely that we even exist. Right. You know, um, what a piece of work is the human hand. Why stop at the wrist? And and from there, um, I guess, yeah. It so anyhow, that's that's the task that the music is a, attempting to uh, do for, for you know, and and uh, the the drama, the dramatic journey that that through thought, you know, that that the music is attempting to do the the questions the framing questions before that, you know, um, gave some suggestion of why it might be, uh, if there's some, some things to be grateful for, uh, the, 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 and if there's some good at work in the universe, it might be that it's the activity of the God of the Bible. And, uh, but then the first time there's really, but, 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 and and then and then pretty far into the song, 
where the narrator makes some more direct arguments, um, I'm paraphrasing, I'm interpreting uh, things that I, to my you know non-scientist understanding, I've understood as uh, rational observations, right? Observable, uh, measurable observations. And I, you know, I, yeah, I don't, if I started from weigh the evidence, um, which should be true, I normally, I wouldn't get to faith. I've tried that and, and I, I don't. Um, but I have a core thing for me is that I, I see there's great reason to be grateful and I experience that gratefulness or that reality of grace most powerfully in in relationship to the sayings of Jesus, the life of Jesus. Yeah, that was um, quite an in-depth answer. And <laughs> um, not not sorry, not, bro. Not in a bad way, but. Um, <laughs> but it is difficult to respond sure, to that sure. uh, just because the, 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 it's like while you're talking, right? I, I I kind of I think of something, right? But then you kind of move on to something else and then I, yeah. I, and I move on to something else. Yeah. And it kind yeah, of goes I like that you. for a few minutes. <laughs> um, so I just I thought yeah. of so many different things. Um, and then to pick out the thing that makes the most sense to respond to. Uh, thus is conversation. How do you humans do it? Um, so, uh, that, that's really cool to hear, honestly, uh, from you. Um, that was a very powerful statement that when you said, if you weigh the evidence, like you, you, you would be more on the, um, you know, there is no God uh, side, um, but um, it, but you're saying that, like, you're highlighting like what faith is, right? It's it's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it it's it's not grounded in pure reason, let's say, um, or or you know, I, I wouldn't say that. Faith is absent of reason, you know. Uh, I think that uh, that sometimes uh, people look at, uh, let's say, the science, sciencey types look at um, as um, rejecting reason, you know. But you know, I think they have uh, a different value for uh for for faith um and uh and and i and i think that you know uh what we believe is 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 hard to 
define or it's hard, it's hard to explain. Um, and so sometimes faith is the best kind of word for it when there isn't overt evidence for it. Um, but it's so contextual to who we are and what we've experienced and everything, our emotions, our lives, our, our context. Um, I don't know whether people like um, as brilliant as he is, like Richard Dawkins, et cetera, uh, quite appreciate that that particular point. Um, and uh, what else? And, and, and I also think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's beautiful that you can derive meaning from um, from this uh, from this belief. Uh, and at the same time, you know, someone could derive similar meaning uh, for the universe, let's say, um, for the, you know, kind of ridiculous um, odds that, that we exist um, and, 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 and can come at that from a purely, you know, uh, just science perspective, right? Like, Someone could say, all right, well, something is happening in the universe, whether there is a multiverse, which explains, you know, why it, it explains the fine tuning argument, right? Like the universe seems finely tuned for our existence. Uh, but if it weren't, then we wouldn't exist. So we wouldn't exist to ponder why the universe is so finely tuned for our existence. Um, so so anyway someone can can look at that and and say that's meaningful you know i i the fact that i exist is extremely meaningful uh it's it's improbable um and especially if you just look at the evolution of life on earth like <laughs> you know how many how long it took to get to where we are right life is something like four billion uh years old and the earth has survived, uh, I forget how many, the, the five or so mass extinctions. And, um, and, and that, to me, that, that's, that's very meaningful. Um, it, 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 um, invokes awe and, um, and I think one can be appreciative of, of the opportunity to to exist um, and especially you know in the time that we have uh, today you know um, I was thinking about this the other day um, when you think about what life was like 10,000 years ago or the fact that we are born as humans and not say, um, a rodent, uh, living not too far from an owl, let's say, um, it, I, I think you can be appreciative of, um, of what life isn't like, um, and, um, 
anyway, I, I hope that that I didn't ramble, but the the point that I was that I'm trying to make here is is simply um, you can derive um, profound gratitude and appreciation for life, whether you come at that from a um, from faith or or from science. And I, I I like the way that you practice faith. Um, uh, I find it very inspirational because you embrace doubt in not a dissimilar way to the way that um, scientists embrace embrace doubt. And and so um, yeah, I, th I think there's more overlap there between uh, faith and science than than is appreciated. Wow, thank you, brother. Uh, so there's signs that this is an authentic um, Bronx recording session uh, here on, on my audio because I cannot stop the uh, hissing sound coming out, out of the steam heat. But um, I'm grateful, actually, for the, the sounds of New York. For the sounds of New York, yeah. Beautiful. And I'm grateful that it ain't cold in my apartment. Um, yeah, brah. Wow. Okay, cool. There's a lot of cool stuff there. And I, yeah, Ashe, amen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I think, I think um, this is the kind of, um, for me, being able to have um, the conversation that uh yeah the uh, being able to have a conversation okay okay so there's sort of this dichotomy to um how i understand the the project of um well the project of jesus and the project of the reformation right so um which maybe is reasserting the jesus movement um, on the one hand, yeah, Jesus is a figure in the history of doubt. You know, I think I've, I've shared before, um, he says things about doubt. <laughs> um, and, and, and he, he allows it to be a part of the faith life, you know? Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's significant. Um, and, uh, also the... So then, then this, as this thing called, and then, and then, and at the same time, um, the claims that, that the Jesus movement are making are, are big, are as big as they can be. <laughs> They're cosmic, right? Um, and, um, the, in the, in the Reformation, I think a big thing that we're trying to do and haven't figured out over 500 years, but we're trying to do is to come to the, um, come to the questions with rigor, you know, and try our best to, um, love reality. Yeah. To be, to be a loving witness to reality. Um, so on the one hand, you're, there's, uh, seminary classes teach systematic theology, 
So in a sense, it's you're supposed to kind of have all the answers. <laughs> um, and, uh, and you, or you, you sort you know you won't, but you set off on a project where like you should be able to address any range of questions at least, right? And um, and and yet the fundamental, uh, I do think the what's my sense of what's distinctive about the God of the Bible is that in like the Hebrew scriptures, God has this idea, oh, I could just show myself to the humans and then they would be terrified, could show myself in my whole splendor and they'd be terrified and they would have to obey me, right? Um, but God says, no, I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't want that. I want this, uh, consensual, kind friendship with my creatures. And, um, yeah, so the only, in that sense, the only, um, true God wouldn't, would be invisible. And, and then it requires from humans true faith. So, uh, Jim, what's the second song we're listening to? Okay, Cancion Dos, song two, uh, track four. Track four on the record. Walk with Marcos. No, uh, <laughs> it says walk with Jesus, but you're not talking about yourself. Right? Not, not walk with De Jesus. Um, right. The people in charge, the public at large, his next of kin, his closest friends, seemed like nearly all of them wanted his blood, rejected his love, or turned their backs on him. Lord, if they do to me like they did to Jesus, if they do to me, Lord, like they did to Jesus. Lord, help me to be as courageous as Jesus. If they lie about me, like they lied about Jesus, if they lie about me like they lied about Jesus, Lord, help me to be as righteous as Jesus. If they kill me, Like they killed Jesus If they kill me Like they killed Jesus Lord help me to die As well as Ooh. 
I wake up in the arms of Jesus when I'm lifted up by the strong arms of Jesus I will know that I walked Right next to Jesus, I just want to walk with Jesus. Brother Jim, Brother Marcos, what did you uh, experience with this song? I was lifted up. Hallelujah. Um, yeah. Um, damn, this is a beautiful song. This, this, uh, this is, is a very touching, uh, beautiful song. And... I just want to make sure the audience understands. Um, I, I'm not Christian. And so when I say, you know, this is a very touching, beautiful song. Uh, you know, I, I think I'm other than you being my friend, I, I think I'm pretty unbiased on this. Um, I think, in other words, it th there's beauty in faith and in um, in religion that um, that that speaks to uh, the human condition in a way that um, should be appreciated uh, even by you know atheists and, and agnostics um and and i know that there are such people out there that advocate for the for the beauty of of uh, and the utility of religion uh from the uh from a from a secular point of view um uh, alan to to bottom and uh or is it baton mm. um and uh and others and um and, and so when i when i listen to a song like this as, as a secular person um i hmm, i mean There are probably a few different things that happen in my brain. Um, like on the one hand, I, as a secular person, I can appreciate the the, the utility of, of of faith in providing meaning to, to life, and it's easy to see why humans are so 
predisposed for um, for for uh, religious belief. Um, and I don't mean that in any kind of disparaging way. It just just putting that as a, as a secular point of view. Um, it, it's easy to see why so many societies um, uh, did well, let's say, um, and and why. I, I think it's a third of the world is Christian and about a fourth or a fifth of the world is um, is Muslim. Um, it, science cannot neglect, um, you know, and I don't I don't know that it's it's figured out exactly what is so powerful about religion wholly. Um, uh, but it, 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 it doesn't seem like it's figured out everything that, that religion has to offer. Um, and um, there are a few lines that, that kind of stood out to me. Um, I think you said when I'm lifted up by the strong arms of Jesus, uh, you said, you know, um, I walked right next to Jesus. Um, and of course, uh, the very powerful line, uh, help me, uh, something like when I die, help me die as well as Jesus. Um, or if, or if they kill me, like they kill Jesus, help me die as well as Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess um, I, I can I can get as a secular person what um, I, I can get that there's strength through Jesus for you, but. Um, like to get at something maybe more um, more uh, like at the heart of of what's behind all of this. Like what is if you were to try to explain what Jesus is to somebody who's secular, what would you say? Ooh. All right. Uh, you know, um, we could talk for eternity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's that that would be the fundamental. Uh, that that would be part of the context, at least. Right. Um, and the specifics are. get um get a get a bible and it's my father my family would sort of make fun of or think this was sort of weird um but there are there are bibles that have the the sayings of jesus in in red letters and um engage engage with the sayings of jesus and do that in a in a way i heard this on um 
Krista Tippett's podcast on being, um, that uh, the idea that spirituality is loving reality. So in, engage with those those sayings of Jesus and and journey his life journey from uh, a marginalized place under the thumb of the Roman Empire to the cross to his followers seeing him risen again and and feeling him risen again through all their senses um go on that journey and in in whatever way makes sense for you loving reality right as you understand reality you know with this um loving intention right or or ready to receive love this um open heart and you you encounter what you encounter there that's um that's a relationship um that's the beginning of a relationship with jesus you know um and and fundamentally and then and then also be with other people that have a relationship with jesus and see how how that what good news they want to share with you as they love as you love their reality you know um and yeah so i mean that's you know there there you can have some more discussion of the specifics you know and you can say um the creeds there are a lot of specifics about about how we understand Jesus and the historical context. Um, but I would say that um, that's sort of the meta conversation, the actual faith life, the actual um, relationship with Jesus, the meaning of the other, the other stuff we do. Um, is like bat being baptized is um, is is gonna be in um, having having that intention to or trying that out, trying out that practice of walking with Jesus, starting through starting through scripture. And um, the what was the line you highlighted? Um, hmm, to to die if they do to me as they did to Jesus, uh, Lord help me to die as well as Jesus. May sound dark, but um, I kind of think that's the that's the Jesus movement in in um in a sentence. That yeah that um. The God of the Bible is showing up um, to your worst day. <laughs> um, yeah, that it's not, it's not, um, yeah, 
I I don't need to say what's not, but I but it is that it is um, walking through wa- walking with people who are experiencing suffering. This um, prayer life in the context of of one's own suffering, embracing the reality of of realities of life, including death, and living and living well and and dying well in that awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I'm what I'm hearing is uh, like. On the one hand, you're saying uh, Jesus is the ineffable, right? Um, He is, he is, he's the word, he is the way, and, um, and, and he is living, right? The word is, is living, as, as you said, Uh, you said something about um, dead language versus uh, living word. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so it is, it is a way of life. Um, and, um, and then you said something about, um, spirituality through reality, I think you said, um, uh, loving reality, that spirituality is the practice of loving reality, loving reality. Right. That was surprising because I, I didn't think that you would put it quite like that because, uh it again it's interesting how you can derive at similar conclusions through through faith and and through um through uh, secular means as well i think um and uh, and and so like i i would totally sign up for that for that that message right um um there's something about loving reality uh or to to put it in a in a way that maybe makes more sense fr- from a secular point of view having a gratitude for your existence right the 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 fact that you exist that you have a consciousness and you are this thing you are this this human being um uh, with with flaws and with wants and and all of these things but but you you are here in this time as remarkably improbable as that is um i think that's a really powerful idea and yeah i'm not surprised at that 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 religion strikes at that i i think also um Another thing that I heard uh, in you about Jesus is um, is uh, Jesus represents, in some sense, did this wrestling with the human condition, and I think faith has 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 often been that right. It's human beings wrestling with the human condition, right? The fact that we die, um, and um, and that's tough. The fact that we die is tough. You know, um, we have a finite time, 
and it's a lot shorter than I think most of us would like. Um, and 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 it and and the people that we care about die, and are vulnerable, and and are, and are subject to suffering, physical, mental, emotional. Um, and and certainly, you know, um, if you look at early history or, or prehistory, like there was a lot of struggle in that. Life was hard enough as it was. Um, now wrestle with the, this existential crisis that everything you've ever done and everything you've ever loved, in, in a sense, will die um, because it just because you won't exist anymore. And so you can't continue to appreciate. Um, you can't continue to have an impact on the world unless you create something that um, that it that 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 lives beyond you, you know. And and I bring that up because uh, because we're artists and. Uh, and 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 that's kind of what drives us i think uh, at least in part um it's wanting to live a little bit longer uh, to put it in a i mean that's a certain way of putting it but um uh, you might disagree with that or, or no, someone I, else I, could, hear, I hear you yeah yeah or someone else could could pick that apart but uh, I don't mean that in the sense of like death anxiety, but 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 loving life, right? Um, and I do think there's a distinction there. Um, and uh, yeah, so I don't want to uh, like dilute what I'm saying by continuing to speak, but uh, I'll just kind of wrap it up. Um, wrestling with our own mortality is um, is hard, and um, and in some sense, uh, we all need we all need Jesus. <laughs> Bless you, brother. Uh, I, I promise not to uh, harvest that quote out of context. Well, I did, say, I did say in some sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. using Jesus, uh, you know, broadly. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, also don't ruin it by giving it too much, too much context, bro. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, mom, Jim got saved. Hallelujah. All right. Anyhow. <laughs> and well, actually, we don't we in my tradition, we we don't use that language, um, you know, got saved. Um, and, and and that's not really because we reject it, per se. It just comes out of a different tradition, you know, um, and and I think we don't use that language in for reasons that or let me say what we do. Let me say what our what our activity is, what our practice is in, in ways that resonate with what what I heard you 
<laughs> testify to there. That giftedness is is the heart of 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 being is is the most insightful way to to understand um, being in the world. And yeah, and that giftedness, a, a term the Bible and Christians use to talk about it is grace. And I don't think it's coincidental that that's also used um, about dance, you know? Um, and and it's this overarching uh, orientation and and practice. And and getting there so that we're created, that that's grace, we, we are, that's grace, that we're, um, that we're redeemed, that um, the, all our debts are, are wiped out, no, that nobody's beyond redemption, right? That, that, that um, you can't get so lost that God can't find you. Um, and then that God, God shows up, right? And, and God is, is, um, God is, um, right? Uh, Yahweh could be translated as, as I am or I am being. Um, and so, you know, we have, uh, frames for talking about that. Those were, those three examples could be called Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Creator, Redeemer, Sanctifier. And if you're really talking about that stuff, you should be able to do it without using any of the jargon. <laughs> you know, if if you're really talking about something that's that's um, if you're really doing that practice, that's real. You should, you know, I um, and th so that's a discipline of good God talk. I got that phrase specifically from Reverend Ruby Sales, and she was speaking at this discourse on on public. It was titled "Public Theology," but she kept using the term "God Talk," and she was describing how God Talk, uh, the God Talk of her childhood that she was raised in, her journey of uh, being a Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee uh, activist who ha who was committed to nonviolence and experienced horrific violence um, in the Southern Freedom Movement, also known as the Civil Rights Movement, and then she became a Marxist uh, and and needed to see the world in only measurable material terms, and then she became. Then she came into the ministry later in later in life, you know, um, and she sort of exemplified for me what, well, first of all, she was illustrating that theology, if you would remove the jargon, you know, you could call it God words, but that sort of doesn't speak. <laughs> that sort of doesn't mean anything to me or as she did. God talk, you know, and and she was also her life journey sort of illustrates this practice, this disciplined, difficult practice of 
figuring out what of practicing good God talk, right? So in in the in with awareness of reality, um, you know, good being applied to to both of those, being the describing word being applied to both of those nouns, both of those things, right? Um, good. How do we talk about a good God? You know, in the face of the horrors of the real world, in the face of death, you know. Um, and how do we how do we do that well? You know, how do we do it constructively? Uh, or, or it's it's experienced through through action, like learning about God. Um, in some sense, it's about based on what I'm hearing, like. It, it's also about who um, about your your life and your experience uh, with God. I don't know if that's fair. No, yeah, that's that's actually a helpful redirect because I think a paradox that I struggle with is i'm I'm raised in this tradition of, you know, walk the walk, right? Talk the walk the walk, live the life. Um, you know, but my, my giftedness is, uh, mostly in words, you know, and, and things that don't, um, that St. Francis let go of, <laughs> you know, he, um, but, um, yeah, so for me, I guess that's why I turn my, like that idea of the activity of, of a text. Right or the activity of an experience of art, that 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 can be um, declaring the gospel in a way that's not that is an action that is fundamentally an action, mm-hmm. engaging the word in as as action, I guess. Yeah, and real quickly before we move on to the last track, um, uh, it reminds me of, and I can and. This connection, I think, helps to illustrate the. I keep saying the utility of religion, but I feel like that's like partly offensive. <laughs> to, <laughs> like, to to faith-based people. Do, um, um, do you? Okay, so uh, any other adjectives that would? The the power work of religion. Power. Okay. Um. I almost forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Sorry. So, uh, so Socrates believed in the philosophos, right? Philosophy. And it, it was, it, it is, as he envisioned it, a way of life. And, um, it lived on the tongue. It, it's a dialectic, right? It's about living the examined life because the unexamined life, as he said, is not worth living. And uh, this is part of the power of religion in my point of view because um, because see now I'm going now I'm 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 tempted to go into areas that might be controversial. Uh, it, well, arguably western society has has it has um, been privileged in having a uh, Judeo-Christian um, origin, because 
of the dialectical nature of Christianity in particular. And some people credit that for helping to spark the enlightenment and, and so on. Um, and of course that could be controversial because it, it implies certain things about other cultures or, or whatever. Let, let's say we're not intending. Yeah. We're, we're not making any statement that we're not making. So we could just leave it there for now, maybe. Beautiful. So let's move on to number five. Which is yeah. Wepa. Um, well, and, and actually what, what I, what I think we both tried to do there was like the, is it Socratic oath? Right. Well, well, do no harm. <laughs> what we both tried to do there was okay. like, oh, we might, <laughs> you know, and I'd say that's a context. That's that's one of the disciplines of good, good God talk, too. I I think um, last thing I haven't said directly is that I do have I come to walk with except except this awesome uh, uh, golden glow around uh, the best parts of my life where where I'm I have the sense that I'm walking with Jesus this faith life my baptized life my baptized identity is my fundamental identity I I've I came to find that um, morally acceptable <laughs> Be, and right because I mean I I certainly I I, I took in uh, these hard atheist anti-religion arguments you know that that it was like um irresponsible even right to have faith i i've come to that because i and this could be a topic for a whole other show but i i think i'd just say this and and then play play the track if that's okay um that i just think that faith is a part of human life and un and if to paraphrase uh was it socrates he cited yeah the to, the unexamined to life is yeah. not with to paraphrase socrates the unexamined faith is not well constructive at least mm -hmm. and yeah so i i think i don't think it's really and this this comes partly from from luther it's not really a a sense of whether or not you're going to have um, a faith bedrock. Luther, I think, went so far as to say it's not whether or not you're going to believe in God, it's what your God's going to be. Your God is going to be where you put your ultimate trust, you know? Um, and is that, is that, is it okay if we just leave that as framing the next song? Or would you like to respond to that? Just a slight response, and sure. that's that. Um, that's definitely worthy of a future discussion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot. There's a there's a whole lot there. Uh, all right, thank you, and I appreciate so much this ongoing conversation um, with with my brother Jim. Okay, um, so we're going to good theology track five. Um, from early etudes. Oh, and I should say these are called etudes because they're they're kind of studies. Um, so they might be demos, they might be sketches. Um, I'll have I have more ideas for these tracks. I have w way different lyrics to God at work now um, that actually address some things that came up in the conversation that are that weren't in the song. Um, 
And uh, so those will be coming in the future. But I just thought these were uh, good sketches that um, people could could be blessed by. So that's what the Etude series is. Uh, all right. So this is a study, a version of good theology. Justified by faith. Now that's a gift divine. Oh, what I really want. Good theology. Need. Good theology. Love. Good theology. I feed on. Good theology. The spirit may not descend without song, but my soul is contrained if the lyrics are wrong. I'm through singing along with misogynist hip hop, and I ain't feeling all this. Jesus pop, I need good theology more than technology. Human does not live by iPod alone. Human does not live by petrol alone. Human does not live by sex alone. Human cannot live for long alone. The heart does not rest till it finds its true home in the way, the word, the truth, and the light. Military technology, neocon, foreign policy, power and beauty and money and nothing. The grand eschatology, Jesucristo is a coming like a thief in the night. We swing the word to the peoples, but we better come right. Lord, lift our thoughts from worldly things. Give us the mind of Christ. Sweet Sophia, fill our souls with your insight. I need the living word. leave that could be my mic drop phrase right the, when i think i've made a point i say good theology and then the band goes Bow. <laughs> well you need a band you need it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. when i have a band i'm just saying you know when i could go from room to room <laughs> throughout my life with a band that's that's how i'm gonna make points yes sir Hey, brother Jim. Uh, so, uh, did you uh, any any reflections you'd like to share? And did you catch the uh, most dated references? Oh, actually, I might have missed the most dated reference. I wasn't thinking about that, but okay, all good. You can you can tell me. 
but um yeah man this is this damn uh out of all of the songs i feel like this one could really be a banger <laughs> i did producing for like a year or so it was a uh, there was a breakup and I, I needed something to kind of just occupy my mind space so that i can just not reflect on how terrible i was feeling but um but i i really got into producing for a while and um man this song would sound great i think um with um and and i know that this, this is going to sound funny uh but with like a modern <laughs> pop type of sound yeah and i and i know that that that's that's silly because it, like in in part it's critiquing <laughs> It's critiquing that, uh, right? It, it's it's not uh, good theology, so to speak. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I, I think this song would sound great with with uh, with with some some modern sounds and mm. and uh, I like like a, a quick tempo and uh, but in terms of the messaging in this song, um. And and I love that. I love I love the hook and and the. It sounds a little bit like it's like uh, the guy from Maroon Five, singing uh-huh. it. You know the high pitch. Um, I know he does that a lot. Um, so so it sounds great. Um, now, uh, yeah, I think I know what you mean when you say good theology, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You're referring to. Um, uh the idea of like um idolatry right just like belief in false gods or just false idols um and that can take many forms um as as opposed to um good theology which is like more meaningful right it, it's more uh reflective of of uh of 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 the human condition of, of what makes it meaningful um uh yeah so uh, anyway i think that's uh that's it's it's powerful and it's uplifting because of that um and you know again i emphasize like my secularness because I, I think these songs have a an ability to 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 reach um a wide array of people uh it, as long as they are open to uh influence and inspiration wherever they find it i certainly am and um and it, and it doesn't sound you know preachy um and so on so that's a little bit of my take i'm curious what good theology means to you and um and and why is bad theology so powerful Ooh, wow all right all right wow wow um that'll be on our next episode of uh, maybe um <laughs> that the wow that's a lot there brother that's a lot but um 
yeah, man, like, I guess I, um, this, so good theology is good God talk, right? That theology is just the, the more, uh, technical term, you know, coming, coming from Greek, um, that we, for the same, that the same that we discussed earlier. Right. And yeah, it does. It is. Prob one you could describe its importance in the negative, could because our lives, I, I think, are are saturated with um, appeals from from false gods, appeals from appeals for us to put our our trust in things that are not trustworthy. You know, and yeah. So bad theology would would do that, <laughs> would put your trust in things that are not trustworthy. I'm sorry. And, go ahead. Like like uh, like what? There are more. Uh, um, there are more of those than we have time to name, but basically. Um, well, I, I think. I think every advertisement is fundamentally making an appeal, a religious appeal, is is trying to get the yes, a yes from our hearts, which is one way to define, which is a way that Luther defined what faith is. And um, my anxiety is is demanding, you know, fills all the space that's available to it. At, at times and my yeah you know but but I and and so it can be easy to build a whole worldview out of out of anxiety um and um navigating all the claims to our hearts is a fundamental task of of being asked where but you need and and then good theology is about this is yes similar to how you were describing the the practice of um a practice of philosophy you know that um it's about facing reality ruby sales used the question uh where does it hurt you know noticing where it hurts and then I guess you could, for me, I could think that it's it's the practice of of getting from noticing where it hurts, walking with Jesus, till you can, <laughs> till you can see that God is at work, to a point where you can see that God is at work, you know, and and I use the phrase so so I tried to answer uh, with minimum negativity what what the inverse of good theology is. Um, tried to describe uh what it is kind of as a as a practice well thank you for saying it's it's uh it's a banger um i do want uh, there's a whole other dialogue i think you might have said contemporary or modern instruments or something like that you know yeah. i so i reject that concept right any instrument we can play today is contemporary and my my project is the effort 
and I'm more and more focused on, I'm totally dedicated to that in this year to have a practice where I embrace that Boricua roots rhythms are sufficient and, and this song and sufficient to make contemporary music that can come across in a contemporary way. Um, so this song's an illustration of that, that it is just bomba beats. And uh, I actually, I, there's my own variation of a bomba beat. Um, but the thing that you mentioned also, like, yeah, I'd like it to be a banger. <laughs> I'd like it to reach as much of an audience as it can. And I'd be fine with like giving the stems to brother uh, Jay Nog, James Nogueira, or or anybody who wants to to do a remix and stuff. But my, but thank thank you for saying you like the song. Um, basically, I noticed in my tradition, uh, and its fullest development. I'm totally open. I'd like to embrace that freedom of limitation of just using um, barriles de bomba, just using boricua bomba roots rhythms. Um, but then seeing, okay, so what's actually available with contemporary production techniques, you know, that can make it come across. Honestly, bro, dembo sounds like what bomba sounds like when you're in the drum circle. Mm. But it's really hard to amplify that sound. And so we have dembo. <laughs> and also people don't know how to play their drums. Um, <laughs> so we have dembo. That's what I'm going for. I'm going for the sound. Um, how big, uh, how, how banger, you know, in contemporary context, can you be working from those traditional materials? And the phrase good theology, it's just, it's a jargony phrase that I wanted to like, at least in my own life, popularize, at least in my own practice, you know, um, uh, celebrate. Cause it's a, cause I guess I was noticing, oh, that's, that's what we're interested in. And that's something peculiar to the tradition I'm, I'm practicing to do reformation, Lutheran Christianity, um, the highest compliment that, that, that a person might give to a preacher is, is saying, oh man, yeah, she has good theology. Mm. You know, um, and that's, I, I think there's a lot of, for the reasons that we've discussed, because there's such rigor behind that practice, you know, um, such thoughtfulness um, and such potential power behind that practice. It's something I wanted to, to celebrate, make an ear, turn into an earworm. Mm. Which, can, can you, I don't know if people, do people know what that means? Um, it comes from German, I believe, right? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you define it, please. I just heard people use it. Well, I believe we took the word from German and just translated it literally. Um, and so in German, it is earworm, and it means uh, like like a song that you can't get out of your head, you know, which, yeah. um, you know, uh, speaking of bad theology and advertisements, I mean, Ooh. you know, 
<laughs> there's a reason why, you know, jingles and so on are so popular. Um, there have been many articles written about this too, the, the cultural loss of, of advertisements being everywhere and invading our, our, um, our brain space, for lack of a better term. Um, so yeah, man, this has been a good theology. Um, and, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that and, and, and privileged that I got to listen to your album and that you're making uh, just like meaningful music that's like that's so you I don't know I, and, and I feel I feel uh, feel grateful and, and let's just um, let's keep making the way my friend Alandar amigo palante Alandar. thank you Good theology.